why don't you introduce yourself and a little bit about uh, Bibliomation and how you got started with Evergreen. Okay, great. Um, my name is Amy Terlaga. I am Director of Member Services of Bibliomation. We are a multi-type consortium of uh, a little over 70 um, public libraries, K-12 schools, and um, special, special libraries. And we are spread out all over Connecticut. Um, we're the geographically challenged network, we like to say, um, the, so that uh, Connecticut's not a, not a big state, but um, we, we, we hit um, um, every corner practically. Um, so it's, um, and, and so how did we get started with Evergreen? Um, that, uh, is, uh, an interesting story. Um, if, if we have to go back to the year 2009, roughly, uh, where, um, we started, uh, our exploration of open source options. Uh, it was something that um, our executive director felt strongly about, and um, also our board was extremely supportive of this move. So uh, not only did we have interest um, from staff um, in, into um, open source options, we, we had it. We had it from the, the top down as well. So everybody was on the same page um, regarding this. Um, and, um, and so it started uh, small. Um, um, Brendan Gallagher of Bywater Solutions. Um, and this was pre-Bywater Solutions. This was his first foray into uh, open source. Um, he um, downloaded um, and installed um, Koha and um, started playing around with it and seeing what he could do with it. And um, so we are our first um, uh, first bit of exploration into open source was with Koha. Um, at the time, um, LibLime was just getting started as well. And so we were talking to them to see if um, uh, we could do anything with, uh, with Koha and, and have the membership move to Koha. And what we found was uh, a very uh, expensive price tag to get the software to do what we would need it to do in our social environment. Um, um, at the time, Koha wasn't um, well designed for consortia. I know that that has changed markedly since then but this was like i said 2009 and um it was um a lot a lot of development work would have had to have occurred um so um 
before we actually decided to um, spend the money to get the software developed, um, we saw a demo of Evergreen and um, what we immediately noticed was some of the features that we would have had to have paid to have Koha um, do, um, again, consortial, consortial features. Um, uh, Evergreen was already doing it. Um, it. It really did seem to be designed for consortia. So um, we, we switched gears and um, started exploring um, Evergreen more. We brought up an installation of it. Um, and um, the, the, what we decided to do at that time was um, have developmental partners. These were small libraries who were interested in joining Bibliomation. And we uh, brought them in uh, uh, onto Evergreen as their own separate small consortium. There were five of these libraries, and that um, just went beautifully. Uh, we, we successfully brought them up on Evergreen, and, um, and they, they stayed on Evergreen until uh, uh, 2011. Um, I think it was April of 2011 that we migrated the rest of the membership um, over to Evergreen um, from our proprietary system that we were on at the time. So, um, and then the rest is um, history. <laughs> um, so, but, the, but that, that was the, the, the early days, the beginnings of uh, our our exploration into Evergreen, and uh, and it went um, very well. So I'm curious. You said that in 2009, uh, the Bibliomation executive director at the time was very pro open source and looking at solutions, and the board got behind this. Can you tell me a little bit about those conversations and what attracted them to it? Um, sure. Um, we at, at the time we uh, we were on uh, ILS where um, it was bought out, um, sold to a venture capital firm, and uh, and they made the decision to kill the software that we were on in favor of um, older software that they decided that that's where they were gonna put um, their, their, their money into. And it was, again, something that we had um, no control over. It was just, um, you know, uh, foisted upon us. And I think um, the, our executive director um, and the, the board were equally feeling um, uh, frustrated at, at this. 
and they they thought that open source um, would give uh, us the freedom to um, uh, control the, the the future of uh, our our development, so that we wouldn't be. Um, uh, we wouldn't be uh, uh, beholden to uh, any anybody else, and um, that that and that has proven uh, itself over time. That that um, that um, that hope that open source would give us that freedom um, has has definitely come to fruition. Well, I I think both the companies getting bought out and lack of control are recurring themes in the interviews I've been doing. So you're certainly not alone in that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you talk a little bit about what were the early challenges? I mean, obviously this was fairly early days of Evergreen. Uh, What kind of challenges and obstacles did you have to overcome in your implementations? Um, I think probably the biggest challenge um, we needed to uh, circ- uh, uh, circumvent or um, deal with is the um, the the amount of responsibility that we had now for the software, and you know this was. Uh, this, the, you know, the, be careful what you wish for. Be, how much control do you, do you want? Um, and I, I, I think that 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 because we were so used to just you know turning it over to the proprietary system vendor and you know having them deal with whatever. Um, so. So there were some growing pains there. I can't say that the the growing pains were huge. Uh, I feel like um, Bibliomation has always done a very good job of hiring people who have um, very good um, technical skills. Um, but in addition to that, it's the, the, the spirit of, you know, hey, let's, let's roll up our sleeves and let's just do it. Um, that's, that's always been there. Um, and it's, and it, no matter who was, you know, in charge of, of Evergreen, the, the, just the, the competence has been um, exceedingly um exceedingly fine and just um I've, I've been impressed with our staff over the years they uh, they've just shown such uh such skill and such um you know spirit of you know let's just do this and let, let's talk about those folks a little bit one of the things Bibliomation is known for is, is community engagement. Um, you yourself have served on the Evergreen Board. You've been active in parts of the community. So have a number of other folks at Bibliomation. How did that change in going from proprietary, where 
the vendor has a certain degree of control over the community to open source where it is very much uh, among peers and equals. Right. The, the community has been just an excellent source of knowledge and um, support. Uh, yes, we've served on, on these different committees. Um, we continue to do that. Um, we will continue to do that, I know, going forward. Uh, but, you know, early on, uh, I think, you know, relying on uh, just that collective knowledge uh, from the community has been uh, tremendous, um, tremendous support. Uh, the, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how else to put it. It's just that the, the community has always been there um for us and um you know we like to give back too um but there, there are times when we just we need to rely on that overall expertise um from various members in the community and um we we've been able to um avail ourselves of that and what do you think the long-term consequence for Bibliomation adopting Evergreen has been? Do you think it's changed Bibliomation in any way, perhaps uh, had an impact on stability going forward? I'm, I'm just curious what you see long-term as the impact. Um, you know, we've been at it for so long now. I mean, we, we migrated in 2011. I mean, this is our new normal. Uh, so uh the, the the we we have that stability um we have it well we have it in a number of different ways we have it from the community we i should say that um we also get support from equinox and that gives us um, stability as well um, so that we're not just out there on a limb uh, you know all by ourselves um, there there are times when we need to t turn to uh, uh, other sources of, of expertise to to help us um, figure something out. Um, uh, the, the good news is I feel like we do a lot of our own figuring out um, so that it's really th those times, those major projects um, that um, we need to return to um, either Equinox or other members in the community for uh, guidance, um, but overall, um, I think we're, we're, we're fairly self-reliant in that regard. Yeah, and Bibliomation has certainly been a longtime member of the community, run their own installation for a very long time. And in fact, so long that I was thinking about the dates, 2011, uh, it, Bibliomation's Evergreen is almost a teenager. It's 12 years old now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
what have you thought about seeing Evergreen change in that time? 12 going on 13 years. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I, I actually asked Jessica here that question, too, just to get her perspective on it as well, because I thought it was an interesting question and um, a far reaching one. Uh, what, you know, how, you know, how, how has Evergreen evolved? Um, and, um, you know, she, she mentioned to me the web client, which is, which is true. That was a, a, a significant change in how the software was being delivered, um, to us. Um, but, um, I'm also interesting to, to note that the, the stability of Evergreen is, um, um, that that's been the constant, like the, 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 despite the changes, um, like the web client, it's 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 been a very stable, um, stable piece of software. Uh, the the consortial features I feel just have gotten stronger over the years. You know, they have definitely not been neglected. Um, you know, we're looking forward to rolling out my library patrons first, um, for holds. That'll be something that, uh, our libraries have been looking for, um, for, for a while now. Um, um, but, you know, also the, the changes with, with the Angular interface have, have been good, but again, it's, it's, maintaining that stability um, um, despite the changes uh, has made it a very um, just a very um, uh, comforting <laughs> um, to, to, to have that that stability there. Yeah and I think it's worth a little bit of acknowledgement to the developers who, have prioritized uh, stability along with advancement. Right. Looking backwards to when you started adopting open source, uh, investigating Koha and then moving to Evergreen, mm -hmm. do you feel a certain satisfaction in now seeing that the rest of the library world has kind of caught on uh, uh, now more than a decade later to yes. uh, understanding the value of open source? Yes, I, I see. I see now. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, you know, at the time, I don't know if I was fully aware of how cutting edge we were, um, because uh, you know there there were um, there were others who who had um, beat us to the punch, <laughs> who. <laughs> You know that because we, we didn't, you know, come into a, a vacant, you know, community. It was it was already flourishing. I felt well, by the time that we we got there, um, uh, you know, even though it hadn't been that long, um, the, you know, the first evergreen. I think we missed the first evergreen conference. But um, have been going to them ever since then um, in 2011. So um, 
yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like, you know, some of it is, uh, you know, we've, we, it, it, it's justified now. It's, we, um, we, 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 we were taking a risk at the time. Um, we were at least aware of that. Um, but once we got absorbed into the community, it did not feel so much like a risk anymore. It felt like, yeah, like a, you know, a family of, um, just great, great individuals who, who were there for, for us. Um, so, um, that, that, that part of it was not, um, so, so scary anymore. Um, in fact, I wrote an article for computers and libraries, um, right around that time. It might have even been in 2011 because it was soon after our migration. Uh, it was fear and trembling in Connecticut, um, how I l learned to stop worrying and, and embrace open source or something like that. Um, and it, it talked about um, our going through that migration and what that was like and how I didn't need to worry um, as much as maybe people would 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 have let on to you know that you that you needed to worry about it it um and it's and it's proven itself over the years the community has only gotten stronger um you know as more more people adopted evergreen and uh, we are um you know, it's uh, cut, cut to today, um, and um, I have little to no worry uh, at all about, you know, future viability, um, everything, all, all signs point to, to yes, that <laughs> this is um, a, a thriving community that will continue to develop the software and, you know, there's, there are no signs whatsoever that um, the, the, this is, you know, not going to work out. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you a little bit about what sets Evergreen apart to you? You said that in 2009, when you were evaluating Koha and Evergreen, Evergreen stood out for its consortial uh, options. And I love Koha. I'm a member of the Koha community also. I'm, uh, I have nothing, nothing at all negative to say about Koha. But I do think that Evergreen is distinguished by its consortial features. Do you think that is still the main thing that separates Evergreen from other options today? Or are there other things that you think really stand out about? Uh, I think again that the consortial aspect of it should not be um, underestimated. That the that is to me the the thing that um, sets it apart. Um, you know, you know. Again, I I haven't um, kicked the tires on Koha. I mean, I do know that it's 
being adopted by uh, all kinds of library systems. Um, so uh, it, it obviously has evolved um, uh, um, to, 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 so to that end, um, I, I'm not sure if I, you know, if, if, if it's fair for me to say, well, that's what makes Evergreen um, so special. Um, I I'll, will also say that I think the community is uh, an amazing um, entity and that um, having that in place is um also something that is makes evergreen is very attractive um and other than that um oh and and again the the development continues um we we can continue to see um um strides in the development of the software uh and that's uh, something that um, uh, again makes it very attractive. If it if it wasn't um, constantly uh, evolving like that, then uh, I would not be nearly as gung ho about uh, about the software. I want to thank you for joining me, and I know that you're looking forward to retirement in the not too far future but it's been a pleasure working with you in the community over the years and you will be missed. Oh, thank you, Rogan. That, that's, that's so nice. Um, I will miss uh, everybody. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not kidding when I say that this, the community has just been so um, giving. Uh, there's just so, some remarkable individuals uh, that are a part of this um, this um, software and it's, uh, it's, it's been great. It, it really is a special experience. I was telling somebody the other day that over my decades in libraries, I've been part of many library communities of colleagues and peers, but I don't think I've ever been in any other community that's formed so many personal bonds as the evergreen one has. Yes, I agree.